at some point in your life when you have a part of the conversation about finance you might have found yourself drifting off into dreamland growing up i would often face this when my dad turns some financial news channel this seemingly complex terms people use doesn't help one bit so today i want to discuss the 10 essential financial concepts with you concepts that might seem so baffling but actually quite straightforward i haven't ranked them in a particular order but they are all equally essential and here is goes the first one is a net worth what we do bill gates uh, go apart from the microsoft of course for the longest time the gates have been the richest man in the world I, it was only in 2017 that jeff bezos overtook him but what's the measure of his richness the net worth in simple terms the net worth is the calculation of all your assets minus all your liabilities so let's say you own a laptop have some fds with your bank and have a student loan a value of the laptop plus your fd that gives you a total asset and when you subtract the outstanding amount of the loan from this you get your net worth this concept is a vital to understand in order to know about your healthy your financial life is so next one is inflation although it is a vast subject that will require a whole article to cover let's understand what truly it means inflation is a lowering of your currency's spending power per unit simply put 10 years ago you could buy a dozen mangoes for 60 rupees but today the same variety of the mangoes will cost you at 160 now now i remember one fun fact the dangal is the highest grossing indian movie of all time at 2397 crores however they adjusted for the inflation all the time the highest grossing indian movie is sholay and at 3414 crores so from this movie fun fact we can understand the inflation very well so third one is your liquidity in a broad sense liquidity means having a financial ability to quickly pay for or buy commodities or asset for instance when we have a buy groceries you use a cash or a card to pay for them you don't barter your card for it now the most liquid assets are cash and you are saving a bank account and the liquid mutual funds so we don't gold bonds or consider moderate liquid and at least to look least liquid would be their house property it takes longer to sell to convert your money so the next fourth is bull market and the bear market you might have come across this line in the newspaper the market are bullish today the market have bearing day to day simply put it refers to whether the stock markets are up like a bull and down like a bear so simply the bull means what your bull having your head so what's the logic behind the up and down words like a bull and bear so like a bull it hits by his head and down like a bear bear hit us from his low feet and hands feet and hands 
During pandemic, the market crash in February this year is an example of what the bear market looks like. Inflation, growth, and the net worth of individuals and organizations look like. All they rely on the markets, staying happily up and in the green. Next one is your risk appetite. How far you will go to get what you want? How far will you push then well up to win? So based on these answer to questions, you will able to measure your level of the risk appetite. It is a way to measure the kind of the risk an individual or a company would take in the financial market. Various kinds of the level of the risk appetite are adverse, the minimum, the conscious, the open, the hungry. Let's say when you are at the senior citizen age, you are the senior citizen risk is very conscious, the type risk appetite and and the risk level risk appetite level uh, for the young age is much more a hungry type risk appetite as they are excited about to invest in your stock market and now the cryptocurrencies so the next concept is asset allocation and diversification consider the asset allocation at a level one and diversification at a level two Allocation simply means investing your funds in a different types, the classes of assets. The asset class includes your equity, your debt, real estate, the gold, and art is another asset class. Now look at the diversification. If you invest in your debt, the asset class, you would further divide the your funds into say debt mutual fund, the bank FDs. And this is called your diversifying when you take asset allocation at the one level and further by spreading your money in a even more so better gains as well as a higher safety. As the saying goes, don't put all your eggs in a one basket unless you love your eggs scrambled it. The next concept is simple interest and compound interest. Welcome back to the six standard mathematics. We all learned how to calculate the both simple interest and compound interest in a school. It is the same as that. But no. But it is uh, forgot the practical use of it along the way. Today we invest in numerous investment avenues like credit cards, paying the EMIs on loans. All of these take the interest calculations into account. It could either simple interest or compound interest. It would put you down the basic difference with the example like simple interest is interest on the in principal amount. It is interest on the principal amount only. 10% on 100 rupees is 10 rupees. Every year you earn 10 rupees as an interest. Compound interest is interest on principal as well as the interest on your interest. Let's say 10% on 100 rupees is 110. Next year you earn 10% on 100. No, it's 110. That is 11 rupees interest. The first year you earned 10 rupees. Next year you earned 11 rupees. And in a simple interest you earn 10 rupees every year. The next concept is GDP, the gross domestic product. We normally use this concept in our day-to-day life. We all collect the pocket monies, some savings recovered from the borrowed friend. We all that money put together is our GDP. 
so the government do the same with the country it add up all the money that nation generates through the goods services taxes derived from the various sectors like agriculture manufacturing it sectors even the restaurants and small business all that money put together is your gdp of the country india is the fifth largest economy in the world with the gdp of 2.94 trillion and the fastest growing economy in the world as per the forbes this put us ahead of the traditional superpowers like united kingdom and your france whose gdp is 2.83 trillion and 2.71 trillion respectively the country at the top is the united states with a whopping 221.44 trillion gdp it is almost a quarter of the global economy google has numbered to check out the values in rupees concept is your credit score how does the financial institution trust itself to give you money in the past it may have been a goodwill or your status in a society as a time when by the financial institutions felt that need for the better measurement of the person's financial health so the concept of credit score comes down today even the small personal loan require a credit check before you give Go ahead. A credit score is a number assigned it to you, ranging between 300 to 900. 900 is the best score, and the higher number, higher the number, the better chances of getting your loan. If you do have a loan or a credit card, you can keep the score by paying all your installments and dues on time. There are the four organizations licensed by RBI to calculate this credit scores. The most popular and widely used measure is a Sibyl score, your credit information bureau India Limited score. And you can check it the credit score by Google it. The last last concept is your equity shares. Let's think of the Bill Gates again. The Microsoft under him a lot of the wealth. What might not known is uh, that the con he owns the 3.6 percent shares in the company an investor as and also the investor in any other companies as well right from the ups to coca cola well there are the many more concepts so the equity shares are basically the shares you make that makes you the part owner in the company that you invest in you possess voting rights on the decision making uh, for health of the company depending upon how many shares you own Higher the percentage of the shares you own, the more voting rights you have. Even the one share gives you the voting power and attend the AGM of any company. And the value of the one share it might be ranges from between your from two figures to six figures also. So now go to any financial news channel, get into the conversation on money matters, and see how you feel now about the. after knowing the 10 concepts financial concepts you must know thank you